0: The season of wintertime announces the forward to a month of frolic and exuberance that comes handy with the traditional Christmas and New Year festivities. As euphoria takes over, the world settles to abandon itself to the inevitable carouse and celebrations. Ages ago, ancient Europeans celebrated light and mortality in the somber shades of winter. The end of the month of December therefore, was the ideal season for celebrations in most regions of Europe. This idea of celebrations amidst the murky and sunless winter mornings had a distinct history for each place. For instance, in Germany, inhabitants worshipped the pagan god Odin during midwinters. In Rome, it was a holiday witness to honor Saturn, the god of agriculture. It is worth noting that, in the early years of Christianity, the birth of the Good Shepherd was not a celebrated event. Easter was the only known holiday, until in the 4th century, the ecclesiastical class decided to honor the birth of Christ. Interestingly, one finds no mention of the born day of his birth in the Holy Bible of Christianity. Whenever one listens to carols in the Lord's abode or envies the prepossessing he is around, the only belief that rings in the consciousness is, Christ was born this day. However, does popular belief always ensure ultimate truth? The subsequent arguments shall unfold a different story. An age-old Christian tradition postulates the day Mother Mary was told she'll have a special baby, was the 25th of March. Accordingly, nine months from then would be 25th of December, popularized by common Focus Christmas Eve. Most believe Christmas celebrations occur on 25th of wintertime as ancient religious cultures honor the return of the Sun Saturnalia. Ancient scriptures depict a different picture in which the Lord was surrounded by shepherds in the field, when He was born. However, one should note that shepherds in fields in December are a far-fetched theory, a scarcely credible thought. Moreover, Mother Mary was said to travel the long route from Nazareth to Bethlehem, a distance of almost 70 miles. Couldn't the cold and chilling winds prove a difficult time for a pregnant lady to cover such a long distance? Well, something to ponder upon. Legend has it that early Christians often depicted the crucifixion in religious art, shortly after the death of the King of the Jews. However, the very first image of Jesus in the cross, in religious art, dates back to AD 420-430 where the Lord is shown alive. Much astonishingly, historians like George Harrison claim that Jesus was not even crucified. Julian Doyle, a researcher claims that crucifixion was not used as a method of execution in Judea. Interestingly, the Bible is time and again interpreted to suggest that Jesus had left the world within hours before he was crucified on the cross. Julian goes on to emphasize that crucifixion of Jesus is highly unlikely as this method took several days to kill a man and also that victims were usually cut down before they succumbed to death. Yet another historical inconsistency she comes up with is, due to scarce availability of tress in Judea, where the crucifixion apparently took place, refutes the theory that criminals would necessarily be crucified in the availability of easier ways. Few days back, I came across an extract that read that the first depiction of the crucifixion dated back to 430 AD, which suggests that the entire imagery of Jesus on a crucifix is the creation of artists. Alongside such theories, It is also surprising to note that evidences of resurrection of Jesus had been unearthed from the tomb in Jerusalem. Biblical investigator Simha Jakubowicz made a startling claim in 2012. He suggests that the Christian symbol of Jonah serves a link with Jesus' resurrection. The legend of Santa Claus is traced back to the monk, Saint Nicholas, a 4th-century Greek bishop and gift-giver. The figure of Santa Claus was given life by the Civil War cartoonist Thomas Nast, who drew him for the Harper's Weekly in 1862 and gave him his bright red suit popularly called as Father Christmas or Kris Kringle, he is a popular figure among generations, widely associated with Christmas. However, children could seldom catch a glimpse of this midnight gift-giver who is said to speed around the world with his reindeer and fit down chimneys to surprise kids. Many say the Macy's Santa Claus in New York City is called the Real Santa. However, do you wish to agree on this story? St. Nicholas was said to perform acts of sheer kindness and generosity, This man is a legendary figure in the precincts of the Roman town in 4th century. However, myriad interpretations and historiographical analyses have led scholars to doubt the very existence of this bishop. It is interesting to know that St. Nicholas had left no disciples or writings, nor was he mentioned in any contemporary texts. His earliest reference is more than two centuries old. However, some scholars do maintain that a lack of documentation of his existence does not necessarily entail that he was a mythical figure. Recently in an article I came across, it read that the 2017 dating to the 4th century of a piece of pelvic bone attributed to St. Nicholas is highly intriguing as his alleged remains at Bari are the missing parts of a pelvic bone. If there is Santa Claus who loves surprising the good kids with endless gifts and sweets, there was Krampus too, the Christmas devil who punished the disobedient or naughty children. He's a half-man, half-goat who comes every year to drag the naughty children to the kingdoms of hell. This character is a creation of ancient folklore and has its origins in pagan celebrations in winter solstice, which refers to the shortest day and the longest night of the year. Keeping all of this aside, I'm sure my readers have heard about the evil butcher by the name of Pierre Furtar. If not, remember I'm more than pleased to enlighten you with the world of wonder. The father whipper is called popularly, accompanies Saint Nicholas on his rounds during the eve of Saint Nicholas Day who was thought to bring a whip along, to spank the children who misbehaved. However, interestingly he is known as the French Christmas cannibal who later served as the Christmas gift giver. European traditions have it in them that monstrous creatures accompany the saint, either as mismatched pairings like Krampus or standalone villains. Footar essentially centers on cannibalism, infanticide and zombie kids. While some narratives call him an evil butcher who abducted three lost kids and later murdered them and slit their throats, other stories shape him as a character weaved by a group of tanners. In the former version, It is said that St. Nicholas later resurrected the boys from the dead. Here I'm reminded of another article by David Barnett in which he unveils the sinister side of festive customs and asserts much confidently that peace and goodwill are words of sheer deceit. We must not forget that the celebrations take their root from pre-Christmas traditions. The festival he says coincided with two other major pre-Christmas festivals discussed earlier, the Roman Bacchanalia and the Yule Feast of the Norse Countries. During the Saturnalia or the Bacchanalia as they say, Schools were shut, criminals let free and slaves swapped places with their masters for the duration of the festival. The aristocratic class distributed gifts to the poor. The festival was celebrated to honor the Roman god Saturn, however ancient astrologers believe it was an ill omen to be born under the sign of Saturn. The idea was, as the god of harvest, he feasted on his own children. This festival in the later ages got enmeshed into Christmas and here Barnett makes a startling call by indicating the popular saying that they say we eat a lot more at Christmas. This clearly shows us that the festival has its pagan roots and is a highly syncretized winter tradition from the month of December to January, in which the Yule log and mistletoe come from Scandinavia, the Christmas tree from Germany and the holly and ivy from Celtic Druidic traditions. Therefore, at the end of it all we aren't really concerned if it's essentially a pagan festival, if Jesus was crucified in reality, if Santa Claus really exists or if there is a dark history to the tradition. What matters is to comprehend the highly intriguing mythology behind it and the unraveling of narrations that probably never happened before. For now, that date is near and as they cheer loudly, Merry Christmas.